Hannah and her friend Mags walk back through the door. I'm like, it's easy. <laughs> don't no, worry, don't oh, worry. God, please never go out again. <laughs> What's please wrong with you? This is your fault. <laughs> They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wads. It's not really Wads, it's Waves. But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. I am, of course, Harley Breen. You are, of course... Wade Duffin. And we've been mates for a long time. For a long time. And, and that's, we're both dads. We've got two kids. And that's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. We're parents who are dads. We're, yeah. We're not dads who are dads. You know, like there's that real, oh, there's mums and there's dads. No, we're parents. We're just parents. Like we're adults who look after kids. Yeah. Barely. But we, they're not dead. Yeah. You've got two not dead kids and I've got two not dead kids. That's right. They are surviving. <laughs> they're fed, you know. Yeah, sometimes they're happy. Yeah. <laughs> it's as good as it gets. It's really for is. any of us. Yeah. It's as good as it gets for yeah. any of us. Why would my kid be happy 100% of the time? I'm not happy 100% of the time. I would be worried. If my kid was happy 100% of the time. A little psycho. Do you know what Walter started doing? Waking up. Walter is my newborn. Not newborn anymore. Five Very months. Very ugly child. Uh, ugly. Um, hideous looking. Keep it in the bag. Um, <laughs> he is taken to waking up laughing. That's it, bit, in bit the middle creepy. of the night. They're just having a little giggle in his in his cot. I would keep an eye on small animals around this house as he gets older. Like he would just be catching them, and you'd just be like, "No, Walter, no." <laughs> Killing it on an upside down crucifix. <laughs> yeah, that's a, just laughing the whole time. That's not right, Walter. Now I right, get into it, mate. And then he snaps it. back into it. I did it in my sleep, Daddy. I did it in my sleep. <laughs> I dreamed I did it, and then I did it. Oh, good one, Walter. Uh, do you want a beer? Love one. I got a special beer. What are we drinking here? Here, this is from Golden Road Brewing. Oh yeah, they're very good. They are very good. This is a tart mango cart. Oh, mango wheat ale. I've never heard of such a thing. Um, it's not a very strong beer at all. It's I would call this a mid-strength beer, a dad beer. This one. Yeah. It, it looks like a 4X Gold too in some ways, the can, but I'm sure it tastes very different in that it's You've not just a shaken it up there as well. pile of shit. Uh, Amateur hour. It's th- there we are. Yeah, I did just drop it and shake it up. Um, it's 3.2% alcohol volume. Oh, and we're going we're gonna to split this can. That's a couple of dudes. <laughs> just a couple of dudes. And I see you put the glasses in the freezer beforehand. Yes. That's next level. Right, now let's get... Straight into it, fuckface. You said there was something that I said on the last podcast that you now, after, what, two weeks? Yeah, week that's right. Whatever, I'm a slow burn. That you disagree with. That's right. Now, you brought up at the last podcast uh, that mothers, like daughters watch their mothers. Yes. And then, like, the the sons watch uh, the fathers. And rightly or wrongly, uh, that's one of the reasons why uh, men do less housework. To clarify, my yes. point was attached to an article which said stay-at-home dads do less work. That's right. It was than attached their to stay-at-home mum counterparts, and I said, "Well, it's we really are in an era of our first generation of stay-at-home dads in yes. terms of the idea of it, not the idea of it, in terms of um, it becoming a norm." As I would say, it's the first generation of that yeah. happening, and we've got dads doing that who don't have generational experience of. Now, 
at the time I was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds great because you know, like I'm an easy sell. Mm. Like I'm like I'm a sucker for like a sales pitch. Yeah, you sold it to yep. me so convincingly. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yep. good point. But then I went away and thought about it, yeah. and I'm like. It's not hard to learn how to pick up a broom. It's not hard to learn how to do the dishes. Like, that doesn't need, like, generational no. knowledge. That is just, oh, the dishes need done. I'm not going to wait for uh, someone else to do it. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. I, that's not – I'm not – I'm I'm explaining the statistics in that article rather than justifying the behaviour. Right. Because it did sound like you were justifying right. it a little okay. bit. And, then, I, and I thought back and I was like, oh, I don't know. That's not going to fly with anybody. No one's going to believe that. No, well, we, better sh- we better shut that down right away. It's not even – I don't even want anyone to – Also, be- like I watch my mother do stuff. Also, like some people don't grow up with a mum and a dad. No, correct. There's, like a, there's a whole lot of reasons why what you said was just incorrect. <laughs> But it took me like a week to figure it out. Like I'm, oh man, I'm. But it's not. I tell you what, very easy on the eye. I'm very easy on the eye. Not a lot going on upstairs. You're a very attractive man. But the gas but is you're on. Thick as shit. That is correct. Yeah. Like that would be an accurate description. I am saying that I think it's a positive thing. Is steps into the future that now young boys and girls will witness both gendered parents yes. doing housework. One hundred percent. And I'm great. saying that this generation of dads and mums did not see that. That's right. And it's also great to see for daughters. Is that better? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will I have to wait another week for you to argue that? Probably. Like I'll go home and then like a week later, hang on a second. It doesn't sound right. Uh, but it's also great like for daughters to see uh, their mums out at work. Absolutely. Uh, taking control of the finances and not doing all the... Uh, it's as important as like for daughters to see their mothers not doing housework as it is for sons to see their fathers doing housework. Yes. You know what I mean? It's important to get like that 50-50. We're in a house. We just do it all. We, we Everyone gets to... Yeah. Every, yeah. This is a family unit. We all get it done. And you know what? For, for a little girl and a little boy to look at a dad um, taking equal part in the housework means that they're the types of men they'll be attracted to in the future, which means there'll be more and more of those men. Yeah. Because it just becomes a thing that people are like... And when you meet a man that doesn't do that, you're like, what? What's wrong with you? Oh, no, women, uh, women do all the cooking, mate. Why, why, why would you say That's that? That's an odd thing. That's a weird thing you just yeah. said to me. Did your dad do any housework? No. Do any cooking? Uh, I think he did the occasional bit of cooking. Barry, the great man Barry. The great man Barry. A great, great man. A loose unit. He is going to come up on this podcast a lot, I imagine. Get he, used to Barry. My mother had us when... Liz. Liz. And loose unit, to be honest. Uh, the, like, one of the loosest units I've ever known. I love her. She is the best, but she is a bit of a nut. Like... Yeah, she's a bit unhinged. She is. Let's she's just unhinged. call a spade a spade. <laughs> Let's just call it <laughs> She's gone. <laughs> Like, but she had, like, my brother when she was, like, 18, me when she was 19. So, very young. My dad right. was, like, 20. I did not know that you were that close in age to your brother. I'm sure you've 13 told me months. in the past. Yeah, very, yes, almost are. Irish twins. Yes. You know, like, we're, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. Pretty, we're pretty tight. You're basically breastfeeding while your mum's pregnant with the... Oh, sorry. Uh, he is older, is he? Yeah. Yeah, so he's breastfeeding while your mum's pregnant with you. It's, it's baby after yeah, baby. It was baby after baby after baby. Yeah. Well, I say that. There was two babies. Two babies. Two babies. And yeah. then there's my sister who's like eight years down the line. Sorry, back to your mum had a back-to-back baby. She, she was back-to-back baby. And so she dealt with me 
and my brother pretty much on her own. My dad was only like two years older than her. And he, uh, I guess he didn't know. I didn't really know if he knew how to like deal with the situation. He had full-time work. Yeah. And it wasn't done back in the day. Like, you know, we're talking like early 80s. Yeah. Late, late 70s. Uh, and so he was just off. Like he would finish work and I think, yep. I'm assuming he would come home and eat some food and then just take off to the pub. Like that's right. how we kind of dealt with it. Not night after night, but, you know, a lot of nights. Six out of seven. I would say eight <laughs> out of six. <laughs> Matt, not a strong point in our family, I'll tell you that. He was there so long, he was there for two days in one day. <laughs> Barry liked to drink so much. And so Liz had to deal with that stuff all on her own. And I think she had, like, some help from, like, my aunts and stuff. But, man, that's a that's a big ask. It's a big ask on a teenage so no, girl. So, yeah, and so no wonder she fucking flipped. Yeah. You know, no wonder her, like, her mind just went one day. Yeah. She's a bit nuts. She's a bit nuts. She's a lovely woman. Our good grandmother? Do you, which, I don't suppose you... Great grandmother. Your kids aren't around her that much, though. Not as much as... Live as in different countries. Anybody would like. But, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, she's a great grandmother. But when we're younger, like, just for an example of something, like, you know, fun. You can't see the air quotations that I'm doing, but, you know, yes, the fun. fun. I just yeah. did them again. Yeah. Uh, we'll put the video up online. <laughs> <laughs> We're not filming. She would, you know, stir like a hot cup of tea with boiling water and then take that teaspoon and like press it on the back of her hands. Just for a laugh. Just for a laugh. Just to give yourself, just give her like like seven and eight year old boys some third degree burns. Just because just she was a bit bored. Just because she was a bit bored. And then you'd be like, ah, ah, Liz. Well, you know, what are you doing? And she'd be like, oh, suck it up. Don't be such a big girl's blouse. That was her favorite one. Big girl's blouse. As if wearing like an overweight woman's blouse, like that was like the Is worst thing. why you don't like being burnt on the back of the head. <laughs> they're like, one, stop fat shaming people. People are going to be the size that they want to be. Also, you're a sexist mole. Also, you're being a bit sexist. Also, stop burning your kids. It was hard. Um, was uh, your father, Barry... At the births of his three children? I believe he was. Um, yeah. Speaking of children, my child, Leonard, has just walked into the room. Hey, mate, what's going on? Hey, We're just recording something. Why well, you look so shocked? It's like you just walked in on us doing something way seedier than what we're doing. It's like you just discovered your dad was in a room with a whole lot of other parents and a bowl full of keys. <laughs> what's up, mate? We are doing what's called a podcast. And we're talking about being parents. Parents, basically. Yeah. And our parents. So our parents at the and moment. Our kids. So we're going to. Yeah. Okay. No, hold on. Hold on. Come here. You use the microphone and you talk the people through what you just walked into the room with. Um, I've got this magnetic Lego toy. And when you put magnets on the side of it, they stick to it because. There's magnets inside here. Brilliant reveal. He's just opened up the box of Lego and inside is a whole, a whole lot of magnets. It's a whole tower of magnets, which and is he's why... he's sticking magnets to the outside. Magnets are sticking on the outside. Um, that I really like that. What's the, uh, what's the everyday application? How are you going to use it? Um, I might use it... I might get m- spread these magnets out so it can stick to here so this can stick to the fridge. Great idea. You can also stick to the top, so things can stick to the top. So it's like a double-sided magnet. Brilliant. Well, you go keep working on that. We're going to keep doing this. Is that all right? Yep. All right. Nice to see you, Leonard. See you, man. We'll be done in about 
15 minutes. Well, you go do that. Next time, if you can finish that Lego um, creation and it sticks to the fridge on the bottom, that will be time you can come back in. So go and figure out how to do that. Shut the door, please. I'm not sure if you filled them with that uh, filled them with that uh, dismissal. But that is basically that's all I'm doing all day long is yeah. creating scenarios where I can buy myself another ten minutes. <laughs> that's it. Like it'll be that. So that's it. And that might have sounded yeah. listener like I'm a very attentive father. That was creating a diversion. The only there's only one better diversion than what I just did, which is locking the door on the shitter. <laughs> 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 and really just bending down and grabbing angle for half an hour. <laughs> just crying into your socks. <laughs> just give me some time. I just need some time. The question I was going to ask just before um, Leonard walked into the room, uh, which I basically asked, was Barry there at the births of... He was... He was what are your siblings' names from start uh, to... Shay is the oldest. Shay, then you. Uh, and then me, Wade, and then Alicia, who was like eight years younger. So. Yep. So, birth, was Barry there? Barry, uh, I'm sure he was there. I'm thinking he was there. I think he was like, you know, I think he was that generation where they just first started coming to the, maybe yeah. like a generation before. Same as Pete. My I think a generation before, maybe they were like uh, still at the pub and they'd have like a couple of cigars and they'd get the phone call, it's a boy. And they'd yeah. be like, oh, fucking Diggo's having a boy. Clatterations of Diggo. And Diggo would be fucking shouting around for everybody. Oh, it's a boy. No, you don't buy a fucking beer when you get a boy, Diggo. You only buy a beer when you get a girl. Girls are shit. The generations back before, they were a bit fucking... <laughs> they, they weren't as good. They weren't as understanding as we are. I'm just like, I got nothing to back that up. Poor Diggo. I'm giving it to him. You're lucky that I don't listen back to these and bring up stuff that you brought up a week ago. Diggo! <laughs> but in contrast to, to that era, because my dad was similar, he, um, he wasn't there at the birth of my sister Lois. Yeah. Um, because the hospital sent him home. He didn't want to be sent home. They sent him home. And then... Peter, yes, the great man. The great man Peter would drive home. And on the drive on the way home, he... the Lois was born. And then he had to turn around and come back in. Get out of town. So he wasn't like... Mavis wasn't in the car with him. No. So he they got to the hospital. She'd been in labour for some time. The hospital said to him, nothing's happening. Why don't you go home and get some rest? So he goes home. There's no mobile phones. He doesn't have a pager. Yeah. I just found out the other day he was on call as a radiographer and they just had no phones. And the only reason he'd know that he had to be at the hospital was when the taxi driver knocked on the front door. Get out of town. And he'd bounce out of bed, put on his clothes, get in the taxi and go to the... <laughs> Go to the hospital. And the taxi what driver... What a way to live. What a way to live. But the taxi driver knew he would be waking him up. That, that, that was just... That was the job of the taxi driver. Yeah. To wake up the... Because the, he was an on-call really uh, radiographer. You on taxi driver there, aren't you? Yes. Like that's... That's just how it was done. And so it was a similar thing when he was sent home um, to have a rest because his wife's in labour. Just think about that. <laughs> if we were there at our partner's birth and they go, you go have a rest... Oh, I would have loved to have been told to go have a rest. <laughs> I was very sleepy and a bit bored. I'm not going to lie. I actually was told to go and have a rest in the first in the birth of Leonard. Yeah, because it was like nothing's happening for a while. Lie down, but I didn't go home. Is the point? I stayed yeah, in the yeah. hotel. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. yeah, I went into the hotel next door, <laughs> smashed the minibar. I went to the hospital. 
Yes. It was a, just a different era. Yeah, yeah. A different era. But then, a different era where they allowed drop-ins just to go and finish a tangent. Where people could just turn up to your house unannounced and expect like tea and biscuits. Oh, mate. Just ridiculous. This now, if, if you knock on my door and you don't have an appointment, you're getting an icy reception. Very icy. Be- very There'll icy. There'll be no cream on the scones for you, my friends. <laughs> oh, I just have to whip up a batch of scones. But you won't be getting any bloody cream on them, I tell you. Oh, they'll be warm and yummy, but there will be no cream. <laughs> oh, look, I've got some homemade tangelo jam there. Tangelo? That's not tangelo? a thing. Tangelo is a thing. That's a citrus. I was, oh, I, love a tangelo. Of, I was thinking of something else. Tamarillo. Oh, Tamarillo jam. Who's making Tamarillo jam? That's an expensive uh, fruit. Dylan and Laurie. Get out. Yeah, my good friends, Dylan and Laurie. Good friends, great parents. Great parents. Two kids themselves. Two kids themselves. But you were at the birth of your I was at the birth daughters. of them both. How was that? Uh, it was like they were both very straightforward births. Like there was no red button issues. There was no oh. like alarm bells being sent. <laughs> Like, I still think, like, one of the main memories I have was we went into the hospital uh, and then, you know, like a few hours later, Claire's, like, in, like, this giant tub and she's just on all fours and she's just, like, swaying and moaning. You know, and, like, it's a birth. I think everybody's been to a birth. You don't yeah. need to go too graphic, but there's a lot of stuff flying out of it. Things are happening. Things are happening. Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> But I was just like hosing her down with the hose. Like she was like a farmyard animal. Like I was just like... Or like a driveway her. that you're cleaning with like a Like a driveway. <laughs> and I just found like... It was like at that point then that I just like... I was just like, this is very surreal. And I just started like laughing and laughing. I was just like, this is pretty funny. And she looks back at me and I stopped laughing because, you know, I'm not... Yes. It's insensitive. Because a woman in labour usually doesn't like to hear the sounds of her partner like, giggling as like, they're being hosed down. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Well, you're just like like a, like a, like being like a hog to the slaughter, love. And I'm just hosing you down. And I just found the whole thing very funny. And once that, she, like, she pukes over the side of the bathtub. And she just like, that. And I, I said to like, the nurse, like, I was a bit like, instead of just cleaning up myself, we're just like leaving it. Uh, I said to the nurse, oh, wife, uh, vomited down there. Like, I didn't even use, like, a full sentence, like a ding-dong. And she looks at me like, I'm, like, mentally, like, deficient. You know, just, like, not all happening upstairs, which is pretty accurate. And so she, so she looks at that, and she looks at me, and she's like, oh, man, this guy's not going to be able to clean that up. <laughs> so she went and cleaned it up. He hasn't had generations of fathers to look That's at it. who've cleaned up vomit. And so for the first uh, kid, yeah. <laughs> For the first kid, she had like the epi, and then like I watched uh, PJ come out, and her face was all kind of like bent and stuff. Uh, it was like all squished yeah, up. Are. Yeah, yeah. It just comes through a birth. Canal. It just kind of, yeah. you know, and then like it comes it's out, and her like head just sucked goes, mango seed. Like you know, just like like a like a sports ball <laughs> once you're inflated. <laughs> so she comes out, then that's all good, and then. I, I remember like wanting to be more involved, but the midwives just pushing me out of the way. Right. Like they were That's very much kind of like, not overtly, but very much, no, no, you stay up there. Yeah. And I was trying, they were being very encouraging to Claire and I tried to, and I felt a bit left out. Sure. So I was like, oh, hey, come on, come on, Claire, do do it. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, do it good, babes. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> Never been much for sport. 
No, but you are a big sport. I fan. love it. I love it. I remember for the second one, I started to. I thought it'd be funny, and and that's the. This is the only reason I did it. I just thought it'd be funny if I started doing do it for Richie McCaw, like do it for the captain, do it for the All Blacks, babes, do it for rugby. Rugby needs it. Come on. And she's looking at me like, oh, just shut up. And the other nurse, she goes, oh, maybe I'll start to ask some stuff. I'm like, yeah, no, all right. All right. <laughs> Shrink back into the corner. I'm paying for this. My wife is paying for this. Not me personally. But, you know, we share bank accounts. Excellent. Well, but this is the thing, right? I love the, your, your comedy and talking about the experience. But through all that, genuinely, it was, did anyone tell you, about what you were meant to do and what to expect in that birthing room. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Like they're, they're, like it's very it's, it's very much on the mother, which you know. Yes. It's you know which I find it's like sixty forty. <laughs> really, when you think about <laughs> birth, like men are doing at least forty percent of the work. We are doing we're we're doing During a lot of the heavy lifting there. Yep. A lot of the heavy lifting. They're making most of the noise. <laughs> and we're doing all the lifting. So I didn't get told really anything uh except to kind of stay out of the way and you just get a bit bored just stay out of the way it's pretty amazing. much like that's they didn't say it like like i say that they said it but they didn't say it but that's how i felt and right. that's definitely the impression that they gave it's just kind of like get out of the way just let us do this business and i thought man like if this is the situation because when the girls came out it was nice but i didn't have that hollywood moment I didn't yeah. have that like, oh, my kid's here, like I'm so in love, like my, I'm going to start crying, yes. my life has changed. I yeah. was like, oh, the kid's here. Yeah. All right. And, uh, now, now that's a thing. Now that's a thing and we just got to move on from that. Yeah. I would say it wasn't until months later that I looked at my one of my kids and went, like PJ would have been a lot older, like yeah. I'm almost embarrassed to say, like a lot older, when I looked at her and went, oh, you're the best thing that, that's ever existed. When do you reckon? Put a, put a month on it. Eight or nine months. Yep. It was, I reckon that's fair. It was like a long time. And yeah. it wasn't like I didn't love her. No. And it wasn't like that I didn't... But no connection I wanted to, made. Yeah, there was no connection. And I just, you know, I wanted her to survive and I'd look yeah. after her and I'd play with her and stuff. But it wasn't until eight or nine months and she was like bum shuffling around. Yeah. And she bum shuffled up to me and like put her arms around my leg. And I looked at her and I went, oh, oh, that's what we're talking yeah. about. Here yeah. we go. And I was like, oh, so you're great yeah. and everyone else is shit. Yes. Whereas I had it the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I had similar experience. I had very different experience and similar. So Leonard, um, you know the story of. Yes. Uh, I'll be brief on that. It was obviously it's with my ex-wife, and it was pretty intense for everyone. But I did feel that I was pushed to the side a bit. Yeah. And and also in that feeling, felt yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I'm you not feel- the one having to do it. Yeah. I don't mind. But I did feel like I didn't know what I was doing in that room, what my role was. Uh, Leonard, maybe we'll tell this story in detail in another episode because it's too much to get into yeah. now. But he came in to the room in a pretty spectacular way in terms of his cord broke on entry and it was a bit of an immediate emergency. And so I was quite connected to him because I had to be then. Yeah. But then I probably didn't have that aha, fall in love with you moment. Maybe around the six, seven month. Yeah. Mark. The second, which I've just gone through, uh, well, five months ago with Walter, very different. Yeah. I felt 100% included by not only my partner, my fiance Hannah, but by everybody that we worked with, um, doula, midwives, uh, there's other health practitioners like um, 
acupuncturists. And you went for a completely different angle. Completely different. Well, it was still a natural birth as the first one was, but this one was a holistic approach to natural birth from start to finish. Happened in the lounge room, in the bath. Beautiful moments. It was great. I knew my role. I knew what I was meant to do. We discussed it heaps. I, I hope that Hannah feels like I did that role in that moment. Walter came out. Everything was great. No dramas. But I've got to be honest, I only had that beautiful connection, love, aha moment with Walter about, I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah. Hannah's friend, uh, Mags, had flown down so that Hannah and Mags could go to Hanson because Hanson was <laughs> down. The best. <laughs> Seriously. The fucking best. Do they have that. another song apart from Mbop? Hannah, I'm amazed Hannah hasn't just busted through that door to tell you all the songs. <laughs> <laughs> the Hanson sing. But the girls were going out. Yeah. Um, Kind of one of the first nights that Hannah has been out since the birth of Walter. We've been out a Always couple of times. Always a big times, night. But it was a, she's going out having some yeah. drinks with the girls and I'm staying at home with Doing Leonard and Walter. everything you can to make her night yeah. great. And I'm backing myself in to be able to deal with this night absolutely fine. Yeah. I've been a dad of Leonard for nearly seven years now. This is a newborn. i got this covered. And like you said before, love him, care for him, great, protect him. Great but guy. I hadn't had this really beautiful connection moment. He properly lost his mind. And I didn't expect yeah. it to happen. He was not happy. I couldn't settle him. I'd given him... Because I think it's the only, his second bottle in his whole life, which yeah. was just expressed milk from Hannah. It, it's been yeah. exclusively boob. So he wasn't happy about the bottle. Then he wasn't going to sleep. And then it was a good hour and a half of a proper cry. And I'm that jiggling, is... I'm patting him on the back. I'm going, get to bed. I'm putting him down because I'm at that frustration point. Yeah, which is a dangerous to, point. Where you can actually picture yourself drop kick that kid through a window. You can actually like, you can almost feel the violence. And I, then you're yep. like, all right, I'm going to put the kid down yep. and walk away. But there's a yep. huge difference. It's a huge difference for going, oh man, I, I could commit an act of violence yes. and then committing the act of violence. Absolutely. That's a huge step. And I but it's such a little one. recommend to every dad, if you're listening and you... Did, or here's, mother. Here's very few moments on this podcast will give you actual dad advice. <laughs> it, you're not an evil person for having those feelings no. in your head. Just put the kid down in a safe space and go and walk through a wall, blow up a small Japanese village like your um, Godzilla, do whatever it takes to That's get that right. rage out of you. Come back into the room. Absolutely. Put your kid down in the cot, walk yep. off, crack a beer, have a cup of tea, yep. whatever like winds you smoke down. Smoke some opium. Smoke some opium. Suck some dick. <laughs> so, it's not parenting. It's not parenting. Don't. Oh, you almost had me, buddy. <laughs> you almost got us again. I'm just going to go suck some dick to wind down. All right, friend. Off no, you go. Hang parenting. on a second. Get back in there. Just have a cup of tea. <laughs> Nothing wrong with sucking dick. Anyway, I did all those things, right? I'm frustrated. And then, you know what I did? I just held Walter in my hands as he cried. And I did nothing. I just held him. I sat in a chair and I just held him and I let him cry it out. I held him, um, I would say, firmly, but but just so he knew that Dad was there. And I just sat on this chair. Rocks a tiny bit. It's not a rocking chair, but just sort of rocks a little bit. Did that. And it probably took another 20 minutes. And then he did that whole baby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And... uh, I don't know, I just looked down at him and that moment happened that it happened with Leonard that you talked about having with your yep. kid and I went, I love you, buddy. Yeah. It's all right, I've got you. Yeah. And then he went to sleep just before Hannah and her friend Mags walked back through the door. I'm like, it's easy. <laughs> don't no, worry. Don't oh, worry. God, please never go out again. <laughs> What's <laughs> wrong with you? This is your fault. <laughs> so good. Um, I can hear my family outside this door 
uh, I reckon we're going to wrap this podcast up. I reckon we will wrap this up. I just wanted to say really quick. Yes. You know what? It doesn't matter. No, say it. Say okay. it. So after like our other one was born, like we were both staying in the hospital, we were staying like in like a double bed. Sylvia was like in the same room and we we're at the hospital, but they had like one of those like heat resistant blankets, not oh, heat yes. resistant, you know, like the heat. It was like a, a thin foil oh, blanket. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like trauma victims. Like trauma victims have. And that's what was covering us. And so the heat was like weird. I was directly under like an air. Con- I'm trying to justify like my behavior here. Yeah. What'd you do? <laughs> Uh, I couldn't sleep. Like Claire had just given birth. Like yeah. so, you know, she's okay. Enough about her. Why couldn't you sleep? Yeah, man? Well, the air conditioning was coming right out on me. I was wearing my pajama pants, but I brought the wrong pants, and they were a bit like too thin. And so I was like, oh, I can't sleep. And Claire's like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just going to sleep on the floor. And so I grabbed some towels, and I'm like, we're like a real drama queen, and I'm just like throwing towels on the ground. And I'm like, oh, and Claire's like, why don't you just go home? And I'm like, oh, well. Yeah, no, that's not a bad idea, babe. So my wife would just come birth. I just like, I'm out of here. I'm going to go sleep in my nice comfy bed. Bitch. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I bailed. <laughs> I left. You just drove home. I just drove home. Like, uh, so, like, it's about two, three in the morning. And I was just like, oh, no, I've got to get out of here. I'm not going to get any sleep. <laughs> I'm a bit sleepy. <laughs> I'm but, sorry that I said to tell this story. <laughs> because you should have told that at the start of the podcast. Because I want to know everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the start of the day... Before even Sylvia was born, I remember they brought it in like two breakfasts, one for Claire and one for me. Claire couldn't eat her breakfast, you know, so I got that. You know, she was a bit, a bit woozy. Uh, but the eggs were cold, motherfuckers. <laughs> it, was a, it was a rough day all round. It was a tough day for old Duffo. Cold eggs, couldn't sleep. Had a daughter that I didn't know that I wanted. <laughs> no, I wanted her by that stage. At the start of that nine months, though, I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm too not sure, sure about this guy. <laughs> oh, this is... We're going to talk about that maybe in the next episode, right. about that moment too, because we talked about it um, before we started recording, but I really liked that, 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 the subject we were talking about then. All right, and that's it. Shitting Door Open, Volume 2 is done. Brilliant. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it again. Can't wait for number three. (laughs) Boom. It's going to be massive. (laughs) If you like what you heard, please leave a rating and subscribe on iTunes. Dads.